Hey. Yo. What up, my guy? What's going on, brother? Everything good, man. What's going on with you, bro? Puffing on a little herb, man. Um, it's popping, man. Scott, what's up? What's going on, man? Everything good. Same thing here, man. We doing the yeah. late night thing. Sometimes people don't even be knowing what time we be. We be on that vamp life shit, getting shit done, even though super late. But we getting shit done. Hard work pays off. Hard work and dedication. All day long, man. So, you know, with that said, with that said, welcome, welcome, welcome. Here we are. Here are we. Jewels of Light podcast, episode number seven. And um, as always, of course, I'm your host, Primo Boss, a.k.a. D. Zachary, a.k.a. D. Zach General, a.k.a. The Rebel Soldier, a.k.a. The Witty, Unpredictable Asshole, a.k.a. The Poet Like Langston Hughes. I can't lose, man. I won't lose. I refuse to fucking lose. And always, my nigga, my cohort, my roadie, my ride or die, my nigga. Who are you, sir? Hey, man, like you said, bro, we refuse to lose. We back again, episode seven, Jews of Life podcast. It's your boy, Jay 2.0. You already know, neighborhood Jay from around the way. Back sure, again, man. man. Back again. The vibes is good. Everything is good. We back, man. Yeah, man. Hey, yo, first and foremost, Jay, I do want to apologize to the people, man. Um, We were supposed to drop one yesterday or the day before. Something like that. So, of course, we 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 are we will acknowledge our uh, inconsistency, and best believe we tightening up on that. So, just let you just to let you know that we recognize that, and we That's will be we will be at your neck. You know what I'm saying? More frequent than not. Best believe. Yeah, man. We 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 stay working hard, and we trying to do what we could do. Uh, we just had the little hurricane come by. So, no, nah, I'm lying, bro. That's not the reason why. <laughs> now we had some technical difficulties I, I guess you could call them technical difficulties quote unquote technical difficulties mm-hmm. you know what I mean but, yeah what you been doing for the past week man what's new everything good you back in town <sighs> yeah I'm chilling man you know I was a uh, took a little vacay man like you know unknown parts man like Anthony Bourdain man R.I.P. Anthony Bourdain man. oh what you know about my guy Anthony Bourdain R.I.P. to R.I.P. My guy, my guy, my guy. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, yeah. a little vacation, but, you know, nigga back. And <clears throat> back in rare form. So, hey, man, let's get straight into it, man. First thing, bro. Let's. Ah. What do you think about Tyson versus Roy Jones, man? Like, what, who you favorite in that? Like, who you got in that? And why? And why? Oh, man. All right, just to be clear-cut about this, I'm going with Roy Jones Jr. in, like, the fourth or the fifth round. And why is because Tyson, I, I, I seen the last time I seen him fight wasn't against something somebody very impressive, definitely not a Roy Jones Jr. That guy was probably in the prime of his life, though. And then, you know, Mike Tyson was on his way out the door, so I can't give it too much merit. But, well, same thing. Same thing happened to Roy. That yeah, nigga got right. that nigga got knocked out of the fucking ring. His last fight, bro. Who, who do you have more faith in when it comes to conditioning? And um, yeah, 
Who do you have more faith in when it comes to stamina and conditioning? Tyson. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it to Mike right now for sure. Okay, so we obviously are gonna have a bet going on, and maybe we could set something up where. Um, well, what's the wager, nigga? What's the wager, nigga? How much money are you trying to lose? How much money are you trying to lose? How much money are you trying to lose? Listen, man, you're my friend. I'm not gonna just take money from you like that. Well, nah, uh, it's a bet, man. It's a bet. It's a bet. It's a bet. It's a, a bet is a fair thing. A bet is a fair yeah, thing. Right. But I mean, bro, listen, you're talking about somebody who, bro, Mike Tyson, he was, what was his record when he, I think he was 50 and six by the time he was done. He's about to be 50 and seven. I don't know why, why you doing it. He's 50, what, 54 years old now? 53. Um, his last fight was in um 2005, bro. Okay. That was about like when was like when was I mean Roy was on a losing streak before he went out. Now like, let's be clear, make no mistake about that. He was I on was, a streak. Roy's fifty one right now. Bro, your your guy's gonna lose. All right. gonna, the only thing he could do now is bite ears and shit like that. All right, well you know what <laughs> what <a> con- <laughs> that you know what the yeah. consensus. The consensus, the consensus says something a little different, man. I think the public is rocking with Mike. The public think that Mike is they gonna fuck Roy. The that more, he gonna fuck Roy up, yo. He's the more lovable public figure. I, bro, I love Mike Tyson. I'm from Brooklyn. Like I love Mike Tyson. Nah, niggas but, love Roy though too. Niggas, love, niggas I, love Roy. Absolutely. I'm saying personally, me for me to be going against him is it's because like I be having mad faith in him, and then when I when I see him fight, I'd be like mad disappointed, man. Like for his last fights, that's what happened to me. So I might be playing a little reverse psychology on myself in hopes that he actually does win. Hey, well, listen, let's make the bet first, then. Let's make the bet first, then, motherfucker, before you come back to your senses. Let's nah, do that. I'm Can sticking, we do that? I'm sticking with the Roy Jones Jr. What you want? I mean, what you want? Just do a, something simple? Or, I mean, yeah. crazy. Yeah, um, look at well, $20, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, cash app, nigga. Cash app. Nigga, cash app me the dub, nigga. Oh, uh, man. Yo, so you, they, all right, do you even know when they're fighting? They're going to be fighting on September the 12th. I got, I got, yeah. I got some of the information. Um, yeah. September the 12th, Mike Tyson meets Roy Jones Jr. in what's going to be um, a four minute um, stamina match. Exhibition, supposedly, right? But I'm, I'm not thinking that Tyson is going to take it that way. I don't think it's an exhibition in his eyes. I think that nigga's coming to kill. Right. It always ends up that way, right? Even in um, school. You remember when you used to smack, slap box people? Like, yo, y'all just chill. It's just going to be a little slap box, and then all of a sudden, shit get crazy. Yeah. 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 We've, yeah, seen, yeah. we've seen this before. We know the game. Word. But yeah, man. Well, we'll see what happens, man. Listen, man. I'm I'm writing I'm writing your IOU down right now, my brother. So I'm expecting that cash app, man, on September 13th. Man, man. I'm gonna need be surprised, that. y'all. If Mike Tyson <laughs> knocks Roy Jones' head off, he was the first person <laughs> to hold yo dead ass. He was the first person to hold the um the WBA, the WBC, and the IBF championship um simultaneously at the same I get time. all that. I I get all of that. I love all of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was a I'm nigga. He did that. Guy. I'm talking about your guy, Tyson. Oh no! Nah. Oh, oh no! Nah. I'm talking. Yeah, no. Nah, but Roy, you know, Roy had a stellar career as well. You know, he uh, you know, what I'm saying like he held, uh, you know, belts in different weight classes all the way up to heavyweight. So you oh, know, I that's remember. Imp- that's remember. impressive. That's impressive. But nah, bro. Now, no, no, no. That nigga's out the window. Especially 
looking at his last loss. YouTube it. Everybody listening, look at Roy Jones Jr. against Joy Smith. No, Joe Smith. And it's it's a it's not pretty, man. It's not pretty at all. I'll I just like say when, that. I feel like when you have two people that's super inspired and and they, you know what you're gonna get. Like I feel like this is the perfect fight for both of them to get in tip top condition and actually make some type of some type of splash. Because other than that, like if they was really just starting off their career, you know, trying to get back into a but yeah, a boxing match. You know, I think it's just because of the names and a fight yeah. that should have happened anyways. But now Mike is talking about um Mike is talking about like he's trying to start like a league like this like you know how Ice Cube got the big three where right. like re- retired basketball players like Mike is talking about he's trying to start a a boxing league like the retired boxers to come back and do exhibition fights against each other like I don't like the idea of that man like I mean I kind of do because right now boxing is. Um, on the decline as far as I'm concerned. I don't know what happened. Maybe it could be the star power. Um, it could just be the UFC overwhelming me. You know, I'm a big fan of mixed martial arts and UFC, and ever since Absolutely. the UFC broke on the scene, it kind of allowed me to put almost every sport on the back burner. But boxing is definitely one of the sports that took a hit whenever the UFC came out. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Talk like about that power is missing, bro. Talk about that. Talk about that. Talk because I, I feel I feel the same way, man. In in a lot of respects, man. Like like when the UFC came on the scene, like like shit. Because nigga, I was watching the first UFCs and shit. Like the UFCs, the one and twos with the Hoist Gracies and when oh, it was no man. no weight classes and all that. Like eventually, like that shit did end up surpassing like pretty much all other sports. Like as far as I'm concerned, like. It just kind of every every everything else just kind of went to the back burner to me, man. I became a UFC fan, bro. That's a fact, man. When the UFC broke on the scene, especially when you think about it, I feel like even wrestling as a whole took a hit because when people saw the UFC, they was like, "Then what is this shit?" Word. Wrestling is mad goofy compared to UFC when you really absolutely you know, break it down and look at it. I guess, like, I'm not. I still well, got a mad love for wrestlers and. I, I respect them because they they their bodies take a beating and everything else, but you know, of but course, yeah. the UFC is a whole different dimension. I mean, like, yeah, everything is goofy compared to that shit. Like that's but, fucking that's but, that's but like gladiator shit. Right? Yeah, you, you've seen some um, wrestlers come over to UFC and be successful. Such Absolutely, as Brock Lesnar. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know if I could even keep going. Oh, a lot of the, them. What's the ball dude's name? Um, I don't know, but we've seen a couple people. Come over to the UFC and be um slightly, yeah, successful. You know, yeah. vice versa. You'll really never see that, um, right? Like, I haven't. All right, so let's just say, what's the biggest fight that you've seen in the past couple of years as far as boxing is concerned? Probably the Conor McGregor fight, bro. The Conor McGregor and and what what Khabib or Conor Floyd, and, no, Floyd Mayweather and Floyd. Like the biggest boxing match you've seen in a minute wasn't even two boxes. One of them was a UFC fight. Fighter, uh, yeah, well, absolutely. That was the biggest spectacle for sure. Biggest spectacle, yeah, you're right. You know what I'm saying? But um, I don't know. Like, shit, what was the what was the last what was the the last biggest boxing match that you can remember for sure? That's that's notable. Uh, I'm trying to think. Something that comes to my head was maybe Ruiz when Ruiz was um having that little trilogy with uh, I can see. Uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, Anthony uh, Joshua. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the biggest one I can remember to date right now. 
Okay. Oh yeah. Or the or the, the Tyson Fury and Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder and all that. There you go. Now you're onto some shit. Yeah. You know, I bet you there's some boxing fans out there right now. Like, oh my god, bro, look at this fight that just dropped. They don't even know about this. Nah, but even but, the fucking uh Canelo and Triple. No, I'm still a boxing fan though too. You know, I pay right. attention for so, sure. You know, right. word. Mm-hmm. Um, the Canelo and Triple G. Like that was both of those joints was. Those are some. Those are some. Uh. It's like probably some classic fights, man. Them shit's gonna go, gonna go around in history, right? And you know, it's funny in my mind while you're talking. I'm thinking about how can some people who don't even relate to boxing and UFC relate this to your life. But I tell you what, if you have children in your life, like you know, you got kids, and um, a lot of kids these days are misguided and don't really have nothing to do. And um, you know, there's a saying that the devil finds work for idle hands, and I find mm-hmm. that mixed martial arts. Um, boxing, wrestling, even in high school. These are some really good things to keep people occupied. And, you know, um, it, it teaches a lot of discipline. And, um, you know, it teaches you how to, you know, work harder than usual and things like that. It makes you different, bro. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. And, you know, that that's kind of, um, I mean, shit, that's a perfect segue into, you know, to one of the points, man, like like getting in shape, you know. Like just mm-hmm. getting getting in shape overall, you know, getting getting in shape mentally, getting in shape mentally first. Mm-hmm. Isn't getting it crazy shape. how they all coincide with each other? Why? Why you get in shape mentally? You'll find that the physical will respond, and vice versa. Yeah, and then the financial. You got to get in right. shape financially as well. But if you're not in shape mentally first, then sh- like you'll never even find the wherewithal to even get in shape physically never, right. or financially. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And then people are probably going to be like, um, how could, how can you tie the two together? You know, getting in shape mentally, physically, what does that have to do with finances? Well, a lot of times if you're, if you're confident in your physical appearance and you're feeling good mentally, you might handle situations differently and find yourself in a more successful situation. That's how they all tie into each other. That's the point. Oh yeah. You know what? Deion Sanders has a, um, a famous saying, a, a, like a mantra, if you will. That nigga always said, um, if you look good, you feel good. If you feel good, you play good. And if you pay, if you play good, they pay good. Damn. Yo. Yo, who said that? Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders, nigga. Yo, and that man is so different. Like, he was obviously talented, but because he wore his his feelings on his sleeve, like, you saw that his swag came from the confidence, like... Absolutely. What? When he spoke, like, you believed what he said, even though... Yeah. And that's what, that's what, um, put him over the, over the edge, and that that separated him from other people, right? Mm -hmm. confidence and all that, man, and, and that confidence doesn't just come from nowhere, you know what I'm saying? It comes from hard nights, and practicing, and having your shit right, like, when we come into these podcasts, I'm I'm pretty fucking confident that it's gonna be a good conversation because we put in our work. This comes yeah. from years. This comes from years of experience oh, and yeah. me and you knowing each other and being in the right, you know, background of you know, you, you feel me? And being fucked up together. And being fucked up. All you know, that. You know what I'm saying too. So all that shit is involved. All like you know, like it's layers to this shit for real. Nothing and, you know, come easy and you know it, it wasn't an overnight thing and it never is if it's an overnight thing that you ever see success on you already know it's, it could come it could go as quick as it came yeah man yeah yeah man that's a fact bro 
That's a fact, bro. Check it out, hard, man. Hard work and dedication. Hey, self-love. Self-love is the best love, man. Man, that's my shit right now. I be telling people that all the time, man. I don't I don't know where the fuck that came from. It's probably something I heard a long time ago, but I've been repeating that shit so much for the past couple months, and, and I realize how important that shit really is, bro. You can't make somebody else happy unless you're happy, right? These are all just sayings, but it's true. It is. Yeah, it's, it's cliches like a motherfucker, but right. it is true. It's absolutely true, for sure. For sure, for sure. Let's work on us before we try to work on others. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Got to work on yourself first. Got to yeah. work on yourself first. Stay on your purpose. Stay on your grind. Follow your dreams and don't be living in other people's shadows and shit like that. Yeah, that goes back to the mental health. You know, that that's the the mental health will, will probably be a constant theme throughout this podcast. You know, even though, you know, we're not political, but we are political. No, I don't really consider it hip hop. But I am hip hop. We are hip hop. Right. You no, know, it's not really sports, but shit, it's gonna be a dabble of sports in there. Like shit, I, I'm I'm a mixture of everything too. We're so a mixture I'll, of everything, you know what I mean? And it's crazy because um a really close friend of mine was asking me, he he's becoming a real um I don't like saying a fan. He's becoming a part of our family listening to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and he was asking me, like, yo, what do you think, you know, sets you apart from a lot of other people when you do the podcast, shit like that? And and just like we were talking about earlier, the shit comes from years of being in studios and, you know, having this as my background, such as yourself. Yeah. But yeah. other than that, what sets us aside is that we are so universal in so many different ways. And, and that's yeah. a fact. I'm not making it up. I know you. You know me. Yeah. And I know for a fact there's not many other there's not many subjects that I can't talk to you about that you don't know at least a little about. So yeah. That's kind of the dope thing you could you you know when you come on this podcast, there's not mm. much of nothing that you can't bring up that me and my boy Preen can intelligently be able to hold a conversation on. Word. And we and we've been doing this for years. For years. We've been doing this for years. It's you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. some backyard shit. Backyard shit with the dog and smoking blunts and getting fucked up and being fucked up and having money and you know what I'm saying? Like niggas like Niggas done ran the gamut through this shit, for real. Yeah, man, we done been through all the motions. We done seen each other's ups and downs and everything else. And, you yeah. Know, yeah. It so, goes you know, along. Yeah, man. But listen, man, I'm going to switch pace real quick, man. Um, I want to ask you a question, man. I don't, I, don't, I don't know if we ever really covered this before. Nigga, what is your top five albums of all time? What would what would you say your top five albums? Uh, top five albums. Okay, top five albums off the head, and that really? is kind of a switch of pace. But that's that's what we're talking about. We versatile like that, so we gonna. Uh, all right, man. Um, top five albums for me, if I had to choose, would probably start off with like Wu Tang, the Enter in the Thirty Six Chambers. All right. Um, Illmatic, some Nas, okay. you know that Illmatic album. Didn't get into the details. I'm gonna just break down everything real quick, and then I got the All Eyes on Me. If I oh. to, that Tupac, even though there's other albums I can name for Tupac, that classical first double album, I think that was really the first double album that took off. And then you see, you saw a lot of people follow. And as a matter mm-hmm. of fact, I got the big double album coming right mm-hmm. after that. And I could have easily, easily hit you with the first album, but oh, oh, yeah. the double album really showed um, a okay. lot more versatility from Big. You feel me? 
Okay. And then, um, <clears throat> excuse me, then I got Jay-Z, man, Reasonable Doubt. Oh, that album. And I feel like that kind of covers everything, you know, the Jay-Z, the Reasonable Doubt, um, Wu-Tang, Into the 36, Stillmatic, All Eyes on Me, and then the Big Double album. I, I can't even remember what the Big Double album was. Do you remember the name of it? What, Biggie Joint? Yeah. Um, Life After Death. There you go, because the first one was yeah. Ready to Die. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I couldn't okay. get it, but that's pretty right. different, right? What you got? Oh man, absolutely. Okay. So, I mean shit. We we almost matching up. All right. So um and, and this this is in no particular order at all. No particular and we, and, order. And let the people know we didn't talk about this shit at all. Like, not at all. I don't know not what beforehand. The five is. Nah, um, okay, so I got Illmatic. Oh uh, of course, you know what I'm saying? Especially during that era. You know, I'm a product of that era. Uh, reasonable doubt. Okay. Uh, then I got um I got Dead Prez, man. Like let's get free, man. Like like nigga, that album, that's a fucking monster album to me. Like that's like Black Panther music in my mind. And that was like that was my a, introduction to politics right there. <laughs> that was a perfect that was a perfect album right there. So um moving along from that, I got um I got Mob Deep, the infamous. Oh, um, and then after that, I got Pac, Me Against the World, the Me Against oh, the World man. album, man. Yo, that was a monster album. Like, nobody can fuck with that album, man. Like, nobody so can no- fuck with that album, bro. Bro, it's so nostalgic, bro, that album right there. like Nobody can fuck with that album, man. <laughs> nobody can fuck with that album, man. Damn. Um, but the All Eyes on Me, the double album, I'm, I'm surprised... Nah, I, I see what you did, man. Yeah. I can't disagree yeah, with y'all. I, I feel like the Prez, the dead Prez was the, um, threw me for a loop a little bit when you talking about top five. But, oh, yeah. bro, I know what you mean, bro. I, 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 I definitely yeah. know what you mean, man. Like, there's a lot of albums that we probably didn't mention that could have easily been thrown in the mix. Now, my top five, man, my top five it has shifted throughout the years. Like certain albums have made it in and made it out throughout the years, like based on my growth and what I believe, what I started to believe as I started to grow. Uh-huh. So, you know, like, so like that press like made it in there because like, that's just one of them pinnacle albums that is like, uh, that's part of my belief system right there for real. Uh-huh. And, you know, that's like the happiness thing, uh-huh. you know? So, What's happiness to you? Is is money? Is money? Is money happiness? Like, what's happiness? Mm, happiness, man. I guess we can't say it's money because there's been plenty of people who have plenty of money and still couldn't find happiness. So they killed him. <laughs> Obvious, obviously, you know, you know the saying, "Oh, money is the key to," or you know, money is not the key to all happiness. But I mean, I used to hear a lot of broke people say that, so you got to be careful with that. But yeah. obviously. I'm- you know, money is a big, a big factor, but um, of course you need it. Happiness yeah. can come in so many different forms. I really feel like at the end of the day where I found my, my true happiness was within myself and then um with family, you know, and that's one of the hardest things to do, man. But I've learned throughout these years that um, family is everything, man, even though. I've had a really oh, yeah. rough, a really rough upbringing and abnormal upbringing as far as family's concerned. But I still try to pull it together, and I do understand that family is everything. And a lot of people do see success through through family. You know what I'm saying? When you keep the kingdom tight, 
yeah. shit goes right. You know what I mean? Like, okay. So I, I feel like family, family brings happiness, and having the right people around you and shit like that. Well, of course, definitely having the right people around you. Mm-hmm. That's like you know, like your tribe. You know what I'm saying? You got to find your tribe. Like having the right people around you that support your growth. Like that's like that's less like your tribe, mm-hmm. and you know, your tribe will not necessarily be the people that you grew up with or the people that's a part of your, your blood family and shit like that. Like your tribe will eventually end up being like the people who will end up supporting your growth and who have the same ideals that you have. So like have, have no qualms about shedding friends, like, like people from your past and shit like that. You know, have no qualms about that. Like, sometimes that shit is just meant to be. Like, when you get to a certain age, man, like, sometimes you just outgrow certain things and and certain people. And if you find yourself being the smartest nigga in the room, then that's probably a fucking problem. Well, eventually, somebody got to be the smartest person in the room. However, but, you know, I know exactly what you mean, so I'm not even trying to go against you in any way. But you're right. You want to be surrounded by success and people who can offer you something and it's okay to love from a distance bro it's okay to um love from a distance you're going to evolve at some point and then you're going to have your final tribe just like you said you know what i mean and just like like you was emphasizing on earlier that it may not be the people that you expect it to be and sometimes you're gonna find yourself really trying to hold on to people that's not even meant to be there with you anyways for sure and like I don't know, man. It's a hard, it's a hard thing to, to decipher who sometimes sh- should be a part of your tribe. Because one thing I've learned in life, man, is like you're not gonna agree with everybody, and you're not gonna get along with everybody and share the same opinions and thoughts and all that. So it's, I've learned to become more accepting of people who I usually wouldn't be accepting of. However, that may put you in a fucking position of weakness. You know, accepting somebody around you who you usually wouldn't. Because sometimes yeah. it's the thing that bites you in the ass. Yeah. And then, you know, that's the whole passive, like, the passive, the passive aggressive thing sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it's like a dichotomy, right? Like the passive, the passive aggressive things, like, you know, like you, you know, you ignore certain things from a, from a certain person, a certain being for a certain period of time. And then, you know when when you when you finally decide to address it <clears throat> like somehow you're wrong for addressing it right and it's expected too i mean i don't know that's 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 the chances that you take of you know being accepting of some shit that you usually wouldn't be accepting of and having that open mindset but you know maturing it's all a part of that man like that's the problem with some people is they box themselves in one little corner, like you got to be able to communicate with different people. You know, you can't box yourself in the corner. You got to be super universal these days and be able to hold yourself accordingly in any different situation. You yeah. Know? That's a fact. Whether yeah, that yeah. be to, um, a meeting or you, you, we could go through all types of different examples. You, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. I'm just saying though, Principally speaking, principally speaking, I, I I understand what you're saying, like altruistically, 
that's some altruistic shit right there, but like principally speaking, you going but you know, I digress. I digress. I digress. Um hey man, check it out, man. Yo. What's your top movies of all time? What the fuck, oh, man? man. What what's your top five movies of all time? Like what's the joints that you that you always fucking click on or pop in or like whatever, nigga. Like what what joints you like, okay, this is my shit forever. I feel like the movies is a lot harder than the music. Like when the music thing came up, I was confident in just scrambling for yo, I know this is fire right here and this right here. Mm-hmm. But with the movies, I feel like I would literally need a second because it's just so many movies. But I mean, I, 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 I know you right got now, some, right. I know you got some on the top of your brain right now. Right. The first thing that came to my mind while you was talking is Troy. Troy's always been like a dope ass classic for me because it has so many, so many different scenes in it that I remember that um, shows me how a normal person differentiates from a real warrior and somebody who has, you know, their name sketched, etched in the stones forever. You feel me? Like somebody's name who rings on. That's what Troy does for me. Okay. Um, Menace to Society, man. I don't know if you remember when Menace to Society came out. Yes, nigga. Of course. Oh, man. Do you, oh, I don't know, bro. You you know the magic behind that shit. When you went to go see Hell that movie, yeah. bro, like Old Dog and Kane, the whole story, man. Oh, this shit was so fire. And then another one that comes up in my head that's mad weird. Is Devil's Advocate. Okay. You ever seen Oh, what, what Keanu Reeves and uh, uh, Robert De Niro is it? No, 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 no. Uh, Al Pacino. It's, it's Al Pacino. Yeah. He, yeah. Plays, he plays, Um, I'm not even going to give it up if you've yeah. ever seen that movie. It's, it's sometimes it's hard to go back and watch older movies, but Devil's Advocate is one of those movies you could go back and watch. Super fire, man. Um, okay. I like Insidious. That's one of my top five movies because I'm a big time horror fan. And okay. as, as the years have gone by, man, I've seen horror movies just be watered down and just terrible, man. I feel mm-hmm. like we could fucking make a better horror movie than I'm sure. Horror movies are really bad these days. So Insidious is probably the last horror movie that really fucked me up and had me like, oh shit, like had me really fucking scared. Damn, son. You know what? I think I, I think I seen that at the theaters too, yo. Um, yeah, when man. that joint came out, yeah, man, I wouldn't put I wouldn't put that in my top five though. That's five. You got that's your five. Nah, I I still got one more spot, and I probably okay. just go with like um either like a Scarface or Casinos. You know, Scarface is one of them old movies that comes on, boom, you could just let that shit ride out the whole time. Um, and it, it it's done so much to the culture, like in hip hop and everything, man. You seen Scarface? Yeah, man. It molded, it molded a lot of the like shit. Some people probably done died people. over that movie, like trying to be like, like Tony Montana. You feel me? Absolutely. So, you know that was in Miami and all that. And I love Casino too. So those would probably be like, you know, okay. I'm, I'm just trying to cover li- every little aspect of it. You right. know what I'm saying? Because I like yeah. psychological thrillers, horror. You yeah. Know I, mean? I like, I like, I like some good gangster shit. Like. Okay. So you didn't have no comedies in there. You didn't have no comedies in there, nigga. Guess what? Have- I'm not a I'm not a comedy fan at all, bro. No. So let's say we're going to go see a movie. I you don't- would never ever ever pick a comedy movie. Now, if you, you don't want to fucking com- laugh, never at the movie never, theater. Never. So look, if you pick a comedy and I go nine times out of ten, I'm gonna enjoy it and I'm gonna be like, wow, I need to. But if it's up to me, I'll never choose a comedy movie. I'd rather watch like action or. 
some psychological thriller or some shit like that. Like I'm never I never been into comedy in my life. Like I never even watched the Dave Chappelle shit. Remember you was you was getting mad at me like Wallin. You are fucking wildin'. How how do you never watch <laughs> Dave Chappelle, bro? You wildin'. <laughs> the only reason I've watched it has been because of you. And then you know I realized he's a fucking genius, but yeah, um, I don't know. I think it's the same disease I got with the cartoons. I can't watch cartoons. I don't know what it is. Just can't watch it. <laughs> the cartoon disease. The cartoon disease. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened. I put it right up there All with right. wrestling and shit like that. All right. All right. Well, yo, check it out. Like, this, this is my top, top five, five right here, man. Yeah, let me hear what you got. All right. So, first on my list is Pulp Fiction, bro. Pulp Ooh. Fiction is. That's my number one joint of all time, Pulp Fiction. That's the illest movie ever. Um, I feel like you're gonna stop right now and start quoting Samuel L. Jackson shit. Like I can, I'm, I'm, I'm capable. I'm definitely capable. Nigga. I just want one real quick because I just, I know you got it in you, bro. Come on, what's up with you? Got? Hold on, hold on. Uh, I had, I had this, I had this shit as my ringtone. Oh, went in the ringtone era. I had the motherfucking, the Pulp Fiction, Sam Jackson shit as my ringtone, nigga. How did it go? Something. You don't. They don't speak what in English. They don't speak what in English. I don't know. I fucked it up. I don't know. I'm 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 editing this out. Nah, nah, nah. That was my point (laughs) to put you on the spot like that. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, that's my shit though. Nah, I'm rusty. Yo, that's a good ass movie right there. It had mad. Yo, you could quotables. People could quote that movie so many different scenes, man. What else you got? Yeah, you put me up. You, nah, you put me on the spot. I, on you, chair. I wasn't ready for that. I wasn't ready for that. Oh, pardon man. my, pardon my fucked up, in Pulp Fiction uh, interpretation and shit. Right. Um, my, my next joint is, is another Quentin Tarantino movie, Kill Bill, nigga. Fucking oh, Kill Bill. Yo, Kill Bill is <clears throat> so fire, bro. The I fuck do that. you mean, man? Fuck How enough? All right, so then after that, you know, I'm gonna take it back. I got, I got juice. Juice is one of my, oh, in, in my top, in my top five as well. Now again, this is, this is you win. This is in no particular order. This is in no particular order. I got juice in there as well. Very pivotal movement, you know, especially in my youth. Mm-hmm. Um, beautiful. Yo, talk movement. a little bit, yo. Talk a little bit about juice, bro, because. Just refresh me a little bit. Ju- oh, Juice is the one with Tupac. Yeah, that was that was that was Pac. Pistol. He gets the yeah. pistol and loses his fucking mind. Yeah, Bishop, Bishop. That was that was no, Tupac's. Bishop. Yeah, that was Tupac's first acting role. He became Bishop. He lost his mind, and you know, some say, you know, he started to live his life as Bishop after the movie. You know what I'm saying, bro? That's so deep, right there, that you say that. Yeah. I believe so, man. And that could do that to you, right? I mean, you've heard stories of actors who definitely start acting like their character. Some say that, man. Some say that. Some say he started to be Bishop after the movie. Um, but you know, again, um, I got two more. I got two more. Um, my next, my next joint is uh, Step Brothers, man. Motherfucking <laughs> Will Ferrell, nigga, man, man, nigga. That's my, that's my joint, boy. That's Over my joint right there, nigga. Huh? Yeah, oh yeah. 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 I got Step Brothers, man. Yeah. Will Ferrell. Yeah, Step Brothers is a classic, bro. They killed that. They killed that. And uh my last joint is um is No Country for Old Men, man. 
Oh nope. shit, nigga, man, damn. So Tommy much Lee. going on in that movie, boy. A lot going on in that movie, man. Super deep movie, man. Super deep. I don't even want to, yo. That's for another. That's for a future episode. I, I, we can have a whole episode about No Country for Old Men, but I'm gonna save that for later. For the listeners, like, you no, know, just Google it. Check it out. Go, go to Netflix. I believe it's on Netflix right now. No Country for Old Men. Um, Tommy Lee Jones. Uh. What's the guy name from Cheers? I have no idea because I never watched Cheers. Woody Harrelson. <laughs> okay. Woody, I know who that is. Woody Harrelson's in that. Great movie, yo. He's from White Man Can't Jump. Yep. Same Woody Harrelson. Yep. Same How, guy. Hey, fuck everything else. How fucking fire was that movie? What? The No Country for Old Men? Or... Oh, of course. That was a classic. But just White Man Can't Jump. Oh yeah, that was dope too. That was dope, what? bro. I learned so yep. many lessons from that shit. Like you was definitely not trying to hustle me after I seen that movie. No, nah, yeah, that was dope. That Yo, was dope, <clears throat> especially Yo, for Billy the time Hill. for sure. Yeah, man, Billy Hoyle, and then you had Rosie Perez. What? Billy Hoyle. Billy. <laughs> Billy. <laughs> Billy Hoyle. Billy, don't tell me you lost all the fucking money, Billy. Billy, lost all them he lost all the fucking money, Billy. Yo, she was yeah. a fucking gangster. Every time he lost the money, she was out there with the guns getting the money back. And she was fly, too. Oh, oh, Rosie. So fly, bro. Before any chica hit the scene, it was all about Rosie Perez. Do not oh, get yeah. fucking twisted. Hell yeah. You can't even front. Don't you can't never front on that. Perez. Fuck no. And she that was, was a fly girl. She was a fucking fly girl. Yeah, she was. Nah, she choreographed the fly girls. On in living what? color, she was the oh, choreographer, nigga. Oh my god, bro! Yeah, she was on that status early, early. So is J Lo, right? She well, she wasn't choreographer. She was, she came from that show too. Yeah, she was on there. She J Lo was a fly girl. Hey, you showing your age right now, homie? The clown. That's all right. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but these are the jewels, baby. You know hey, the, the jewels, you baby. There, man. The jewels, baby. The jewels, man. I mean, I mean, you're up there. I'm up there. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. The jewels, baby. Oh, shit. What else? What else you it, got for me, man? Hey, man. It, it, it's the knowledge, the wisdom, the understanding. Like these are the jewels of life, right here. The knowledge, the wisdom, the understanding. Mm-hmm. And you can implement those things in your life every day. Absolutely. <clears throat> so can you can use math, science, and history and implement that in life every day as well. The the looking, the listening, and observing. Yo, speaking about math, science, and history, um, I'm hearing a lot of rumbles about the um the Pentagon thing, man. About the Pentagon releasing information on, um, UFOs. Not even UFOs. They were talking specifically about vehicles that may off have... world. Yeah, yeah. What did you, you think about that? And what do you think about that? What do I think about it? Yeah, what you think about it? I mean, if because now we looking at reputable shit. See, I'm not even gonna comment something if I don't go to a reputable site. So we did our, I did a little research. Yeah. You know, I've seen it from CNN, and I yeah. feel like when you have a reputable source like that releasing out information like this, it's a big fucking deal, bro. Well, yeah. I mean, at this point, I mean, initially it broke through the um, like the Washington Post or something like that, which is. 
probably one of the most reputable newspapers out right. here. You know what I'm saying? That's so, right. and the Pentagon it already has their stamp on it. Um, so what? What do I believe about it? Shit, nigga. Like, man, I believe it. I've always <laughs> been a proponent of that shit. I mean, okay, so let's just let's like. Do you think? for a moment that just us on the planet earth and all of this universe out here that we could be the only people or the only like type of beings that exist in all of this expanse of the universe like we're the only lucky ones to be out here i i i can't believe that for for a moment how ignorant would it be for us to believe that yeah. Who the fuck? Who the fuck do we think we are? We can't be that special, you know. At, at one point in time, like um, at one point in time, Copernicus said, <laughs> uh, the famous scientist astronomer Copernicus, you know, he he espoused that um that Earth was the center of the universe. He thought everything evolved around Earth. And you know that that's what the public ran with that for a while. People ran with that for for a minute until Einstein came along and, and changed that. But you know, I don't, I don't want to get too deep into that. We'll, we'll, we'll man. Nah, it's too late. You already did, and you're right. Einstein did. Um, he changed that theory. He changed that theory in so many different ways, and yeah. it's pretty it's pretty obvious with the size of the galaxy that we we're not the only. I mean. As far as we're being told, anyway, as far as we believe, yeah, <laughs> I feel like some of, I feel like some of the technology we have is far more advanced than anything we could have ever accomplished without some type of assistance. <laughs> but yeah. to say, you know, um, I definitely believe in. Even since I was a young, a little youth running around, yeah, know, when I was young and the outcast. Like I was talking about one other time when the Outcast album came out and the Independence Day was out and it was a big wave a long time ago. It always kind of has been. I think it's something that people have always wondered about. And I mean, it makes perfect sense. And we already know that a lot of the truth is hidden from us. So it's funny how the information comes out. And instead of a response from people like, oh, my God, it's more like about time, motherfuckers. Like we already yeah. knew, we already had a an inkling of what was going on. It's just that they wow. they, they keep us a step away from everything else. But today, yeah. the way things are with the internet and the way we advance, it's hard to hide things and lie, and we're just man. so much more advanced and shit like that. So it's like, you know, that shit. It's been it, man. It, it's been on the pyramid walls, bro. It's been on the pyramid walls, but for thousands of years, and thousands. Mm -hmm. Thousands of years it's been on the pyramid walls. Right. Before before there were aircraft as we know it, um, yeah. the writings on the wall showed aircrafts with wings. What and a what a what a gender. What a what a what agenda could could they had have? Right. They didn't have no fucking agenda. They were just fucking what? you know what I'm saying? Like they were just marking down like their surroundings. Right. And it's clear to see. You can see they were just marking down their surroundings, bro. If right. you've done any, if you've done any type of research on your people, you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. and, and when I say your people, like nigga, you Jamaican and Puerto Rican, nigga, like right. the, the nigga, the Taínos and the fucking Africans, 
Right. Nigga, we we the same motherfuckers, bro. Absolutely. And just like you said, when whenever you see writings on the wall about other things like animals and buildings, you see these things. Right. Man. So there's proof that this proof that what was written was also seen. Those so, were the Jews of life. They was give they was giving niggas the blueprints to keep going. Right. So they was writing down the Jews of life, just not in a podcast form, because that's not that's, not that's, at all. That's all they <laughs> nah. Right. They couldn't broadcast it at that at that point. That was their form of broadcasting it right there. Absolutely, man. So I guess the answer to this question as far as the Jewels of Life podcast is yes, we believe in extraterrestrial um fucking right and different act, you know. Um we believe in all that, man. And I think it's just a matter of time before there's gonna be some type of um clear communication that we'll all see and I don't know what's gonna happen, man. A lot of people think um, the average person is going to go into a panic. Some people believe um, the proof of alien life is going to, you know, destroy religion in some way, which I don't understand why. But that's a whole nother conversation. Oh, oh, it definitely is. It definitely is. I mean, with, like, are, do the aliens believe in your God? Right. Yeah. And then it's like, uh, I mean... If, if God, to... if if God is the creator of all things in the universe, mm-hmm. are you sure that those aliens believe in your God? Are you sure about that? But does it even matter? Because okay, what I'm saying is, if you have a religion that, you know, okay, you, you know, you believe in your creator of your religion, um, why would it be so far fetched that he also created other beings and has other things going on besides just us? And I mean, even in the Bible, it does refer to things in the sky and things like that. I'm not going to. That's just one religion. That's why I didn't want to. But I did just now. I pinpointed. So, you know, I don't I don't really see a reason for a separation. You can have science and religion because they can both exist on the same um, forefront. You know, what well, I mean? they, that's because they, it's an alien. It doesn't mean that there's no God. You feel me? Like, well, yeah. It. Well, yeah. I mean, science and religion do exist on the same on the same forefront, but they tend to contradict each other pretty often, pretty often. And that's probably what the main concern is. Go ahead. Give me a little more information on how they contradict each other, because I, I, I wouldn't be able to really give you examples of that. Well, um, now, again, I, I'm not an expert. Right. I'm no I'm no expert at all. You know what I'm See, saying? So I feel like that's just a thought in your head that you think they contradict each other. But no, 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 no. An example. No, I don't. I don't have an example on that because, you know, this. I mean, we I, I didn't rehearse this. I didn't rehearse this. Mm-hmm. But. Just like throughout my. Just throughout my living, throughout my living, you know, I, I see the how science and religion contradicts each other. I wish you could give me an example. I mean, I wish I could too. But I wish I, I could too. I mean, it's it's an overall thing. It's not like detailed little things, you know what I mean? It's probably I mean, I wish I I wish you could give me an example of how it does not. Exactly what I was just saying. So for instance, right? You hear people say um they'll speak about the big bang theory and that'll be their theory. You know, without without God, you're right. So they'll say there was a big bang theory that happened. There was a big bang that happened. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, okay, so now let's just take it from oh. a Christian standpoint, right? Okay, Whoa. so let's say you're a Christian, the big bang, right? 
how, how could that not just have been God creating life and then there was a big bang? So that's why I try to tell people like science and religion can exist all in one because if you have it's well, all ma- at the end of the day it's all magic. Well, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think that Christians even subscribe to the big, big to the Big Bang theory. Or do they? Because okay, I don't said, believe like, so. In the, in the Bible, I don't believe right, so. It said God said, "Let there be life," or "Let there be light," or whatever the case is. Right? God mm-hmm. made the earth in how many days? I could give you all these examples. Okay, so it talks about how God created life. So at some point, there had to be something what we call a Big Bang, right? Because that was the beginning of creation. You know, you you don't get nothing. F- I'm not even going to start getting into this crazy shit. I see you fucking got me tied into this. <laughs> no, I, I'm just, but, yeah, man. I'm just saying. What I'm saying, right? Like, I do tie the nah. two in without separating them. You can have science, right? But I, I, I and I, I, I believe that as well. I subscribe okay. to that. You know, I, I'm agreeing with you. I'm just saying, like, the different religious groups do not believe the same thing. They don't believe that science and religion can coexist. Maybe they're just. Confused. I mean, that that that's just my perception of things. You know what I mean? And you know, right. all of this, all of this is subjective. And you know, once again, the whole fucking bio for the podcast at the very end of the bio. Just my humble opinion. You motherfucking right. That's all. That's all. That's all. Uh, did you expect me to know what it was? Don't even know. No, no, no I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> exactly, because I'm really home team like that, bro. I don't fucking play games. <laughs> Choose a life, baby. Yeah, man. But um, yeah. <laughs> but you get it. Yeah, bro. Yeah, man. Listen, man. You you wanted to talk about six nine, man. I don't want to fucking talk about six nine, man. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to talk about that guy, man. I don't want to talk about him. So, anyways, today in the news, I okay. was scrolling down my news feed. Mm-hmm. Bro, you, you, you can't run from six nine. Just stop it. Pause. Um, today in my news feed, I seen it was like more of a meme, and it was a video, and it, it said something to the effect of six nine is out in these streets in New York doing videos. Y'all, y'all boys in New York are soft, and that was the caption. So, you know, I clicked on it. And sure enough, it was six Nasty. nine in the middle in the middle of the streets, nastiness in New York. You know, doing his thing, and um, nasty. To my surprise, bro, there was a lot of people, bro, showing face and just like you know putting, like putting a stamp on the man. This is some shit that you've never seen in history before, bro. Like I've never seen nothing like this before, but I have noticed. The, um, the evolution of what we know as snitching. Like, I've seen it go from back mm-hmm. in the days to where there was primo. From our era, there was no excuses in snitching. It mm-hmm. was either you snitched or you didn't. Mm-hmm. Now, now what I hear the narrative is the first question you'll hear somebody ask is, Are you a, um, what's the, what do they call people? It's okay if they snitch because they're not, they're a part of society and they work and all that shit. What's civilian. Civilian. Bro, I appreciate you. That's the word I'm looking for. That's the new narrative now. So it's first mm-hmm. question is, well, was it a, civi- a civilian or, bro, back in the mm-hmm. day, it didn't matter if you was a civilian or not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you told, you told, and, and you was going to get smacked the fuck up. 
now the first question is, is are you a civilian? So it has become accepting of if you're talking about somebody who's living a normal nine to five, they have fucking kids that they love. They work every fucking day and they're not a part of that shitty shit that they used to do. If that person sees something going on and they call the police and make a report, even the goons now are, you know, the new rule is like that person's not snitching. That person is a um civilian. A citizen and they're just doing what a citizen does. They don't play by the same rules as what we play. Well, so, that's always been the rule though. That's 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 really always been the rule to be to keep fucking when. That's always been the fucking rule, bro. Get the fuck out of here, Cream. I, I mean, heard that shit in my life. I listen, snitching, mm-hmm. snitching, snitching was something considered or applied to niggas who was living a certain sort of lifestyle. Okay. Up, up, like uh, uh, the grandma who live on the block. If she fucking called the police on you, that's not fucking snitching. Everybody fucking knew that. From from when from 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 whenever everybody knew that. That ain't snitching. That's 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 been a civilian. Grandma been a civilian. Auntie been a civilian. The nigga who the nigga who the nigga who give me the example of a 20-year-old man who just works at fucking a, uh, a fucking store, you know, and doesn't live that life. Okay, a 22-year-old dude who, you know, he hangs out in the streets, but he's not a gangster. So I get what happens. you're saying. He I get tells, what you're saying. Is he not a snitch? I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I, I, get, I get what you're saying by today's All I feel definition. like you're doing is separating people by age. No. I, I, I get what you're saying by today's definition. Like, nigga, you, the, you basically the same fucking age as me. How am I separating people by age, nigga? No, because the examples you were saying, you was like grandma, auntie. No, but so. but but I'm saying like those were that that, that was already universal. I hear, you. I hear you. That that was universal right there. Like you didn't have to think about that. Like that wasn't snitching if grandma called the police on y'all niggas fucking up her lawn or y'all niggas fucking up her neighborhood. That wasn't like nobody, snitching. Nobody was gonna go back and kill grandma. Nah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, so I, I do get what you're saying. Like the nigga who work at the deli and shit, right. the bodega, or whatever. You know, if he happened to be in the boat in the spot and he encountered these niggas all day long. If he called the police on them, yeah, he's considered a snitch. I Perfect get what you're saying. Right Perfect example, Cream. I'm right. happy you just backed yourself in that corner. So now you tell me, is he a snitch? He's not I a gangster. He's not a gangster. I didn't back myself into any corner. Like I was going into your point. Exactly. I was I was I was I was diving into your point. Right. I'm just trying to put the pressure on. <laughs> uh, oh, but yeah, no, nah, I get it. I get it. Like, again, dichotomy, dichotomy, right. and that's the that and that's the motherfucking um that's the word of the motherfucking day. All right, y'all. Here we are. The word of the day, dichotomy. Break it down. And the word of the motherfucking week, man. Check it out. So a dichotomy is. Hold on. I'm going to edit all this shit out. No, you're not. Yeah, I am. No. You're going to just let us know the breakdown of what the fuck a dichotomy is because I'm sure you already know offhand. I do. I can give. I've already given plenty of examples. You did. Um, You did sentences today. um, A dichotomy is a division 
or contrast between two things that are or are represented as being opposed or entirely different. So again, the grandma, th- this is this is an example. The grandma in the hood and y'all niggas fucking up the hood, grandma calling the cops and y'all niggas, you know, normally that would be snitching, but it's grandma. Like you can't, you know, like you can't blame her for calling the calling the police on y'all niggas. Y'all, y'all niggas fucking y'all niggas fucking shit up. Right. So that's that's the dichotomy right there. What okay. is she what is she supposed to do? What is she supposed to do? Right, she's supposed to take out the hammer and just start right letting off with the big magnet. Right. Right. Oh man. Yeah, it's such a it's such a weird thing though. But of course we started this all with the whole six nine shit. And I don't know. I, I was hearing like back and forth from different people on Twitter, you know, responding to each other because you know it's kind of fucked up to call a whole city soft because a certain somebody is riding around doing videos. Like, do you really want somebody to come out with a shotgun and blow six, nine noodles all over the streets in front of the police? Like what the fuck you think is going to happen after that? Well, I don't know. I'm not not right now. is probably like the equivalent of killing JFK or something. You like, you Come on, me, man. Right? Nah, you nah. Wait, wait. I'm just I, to nah, make, I'm to make no. A Look, I'm Whoa. Make a controversial statement so okay. we could get more, so we could get more plays. <laughs> it's, it's just a joke. But you get me, like right now these days, bro. Like yeah. if six nine got assassinated in the middle of the streets, the news might be just as big as anything. That's not assassination, though. That's yeah, not assassination. Right. Assassination. It's a murder. It's a murder. Right. Yeah. You That's... know what? Fuck that. Break down the difference between an assassination and a murder. Well, you know, uh, uh, well, you know what? Technically, you may be correct. Um, a murder, a murder would be just, you know, any just in, indiscriminate killing. Right. Um, an assassination would be a killing of a public figure. That's what I. Yeah. Okay. In, in, All in right. Public, right. So, like for today, for instance, if he was out there in the middle of the street, thousands of people watching you in the middle of the street doing a video, and ta-da! Right. To okay. Head. That sounds like an assassination. Right. So technically, you're know. right. No, technic te- technically you're right, but assassinations are normally ascribed to Somebody you know people. Importance. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Pe- people in high places type shit. Right. I hear you. I'm giving a little bit more credit to six nine than I should. Nah, that's nice though. That's 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 good. That's good though. I like that. I like that. I like that. I like that. Yeah, man. Oh shit, Prem. It's about that time, hour, bro. It's about that time, man. Listen, man. Um, <laughs> yo, plug the plug. Um, well, first and foremost, plugging the plug, Anchor FM. Um, if you have any type of aspirations of starting a podcast on your own, um. Um, that's definitely a viable spot where you can begin. Um, even aside from that, when you click the link over any of our posts, um, you know, you can uh, leave us a video message there, um, have a more interactive response with us through Anchor. Um, aside from that, any other platform that you listen to podcasts on, um, you know, you can Google Jews of Life. You can subscribe to Jews of Life, and you can actually get the uh, the notifications every time we have we drop a new episode. So, 
um, you can do that as well. That's um, right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Hey, so on that note, man, what you got, Jay? I'll be honest with you. I don't got nothing this time, to be honest with you. Um, I didn't even want to do the caller of the week shit this week. Sometimes when I feel like shit don't feel um, right or authentic, you know, whatever you want to call it, organic, I just tend to let it go and move on. You you know what I'm saying? So I don't want to do nothing that, that doesn't feel like, you know what I mean? Exactly. Um, but it's up to you. It's up to you and it's up to the fans, man. Like, um, I like the idea of people leaving the comments or the video after so we can interact and yeah. you know we want more of that and, yeah uh, you know same thing as every week man we appreciate all the love and support from everybody we got a lot of diverse listeners like you shot out plenty of times before the truckers the the nurses thousand percent oh yeah that, that, yeah that, that, that leads me to the next shout outs man um yeah. i got i got a shout out my zoes man shout out my zoes man shout out Sock my say man Nabule. All that man. Shout out my Zos. Shout out my uh shout out all of the gods and the earths, man, the five percent nation, man. Uh uh-huh. that that's that's a that's a future episode as well. Uh stay tuned. I got a whole I got a whole episode about that, about that the one twenty and all that, bro. Oh man, you already know we got a lot of different um things coming along and we're never gonna be, you know, stuck on one thing. It's never gonna be an episode about one thing, man. We always gonna keep y'all Word. Um, you know, entertained with a mixture of different subjects and things like that. Try to keep you up to date. But, diversity. Um, diversity. That's it, man. But foremost, it's like, yo, we just want to spread love and keep that positive energy going every week. And yeah. I appreciate all y'all, man. I appreciate you, bro. Absolutely, my guy. My guy. Hey. On that note, man. Yeah. Say la vie. Say la vie. Uh, I'll Jane. Adios, amigos. 2000. Peace.